Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Lisa Goldenthal, who is an international best-selling author of Boss Weight Loss and a high-performance coach for executives. Lisa, how you doing? I'm so awesome, Tim. Thanks for having me on your show. Yeah, of course. Thanks for coming on. And we like to jump right in. So if you could start with telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you like to do for fun, that'd be great. Oh, I love it. Fun. Well, I'm, I've been in health and wellness world for many years. So I'm all about getting outdoors in nature. I feel like since the pandemic, we all have to bounce back better and just have a little more self-care built into our life. So I feel like I like to lead by example. And I feel like all leadership begins with self-leadership. So when I lead myself, I'm committed AF to a morning routine. And on the weekends, I made this rule that I am getting out of the house on the weekends as an entrepreneur. I'm either going for a hike, going to the beach, going away, going skiing. So I feel like we're spending so much time at the desk right now that I'm committed to taking care of my mental and physical health. And I love to help others do the same. I love it. I love it. I think that is key. And I love that quote, all leadership begins with self-leadership, because I think that is so true. Well, awesome. Tell us a little, tell us a little bit more about your book and the high performance coaching. Well, absolutely. Um, Why I say all leadership starts with self-leadership, it's because so many of the people that I deal with have spent their whole life building their business, building their family, and they don't really take care of themselves until it becomes a crisis because us like high performers are typically always like dealing with challenges. So we don't wait, we don't deal with anything in our lives until it becomes a challenge, like a relationship or getting the taxes done, things like that might fall to the wayside. Sometimes your health and um, what better than a pandemic and bouncing back better from a pandemic than to take your health seriously, because your health is your wealth. So I, I help other people find a little bit more of that elusive work-life balance, which really, I'll be honest, doesn't exist, but just have some key tiny habits that you can stack into your life so that it's not all work and no play. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And I um, really appreciate the transparency <laughs> with work-life balance not really existing, it being a myth. I You get into success literature, some people will talk about work-life balance, but the majority of people talk about um, it being a balancing act of sometimes one thing needs more attention than the other. So there are going to be periods of time in your life, such as like when your kid is first born, that you're going to need to pay more attention to your family. And then periods of time in your life where when you're building a business at like 25, 27, are really focused on your career at 25, 27, where you're looking to grow there. And so it's more of a balancing act than a work-life balance. I agree. And I don't think it's just 25, 27. I mean, 
I'm like more than double that. So to me, I think it's whatever you're passionate about. If you work at your passion, then you'll never work a day in your life. Obviously, that's not an original quote, but I think that it's a myth to think that at any age, you don't have to do some work in the evenings or on the weekends or early mornings. If you're a high performer and you're really ambitious and you have major, big dream, big goals for yourself. Yeah, no, absolutely. I completely agree. Well, tell us about what a day in the life looks like as a high performance coach, like what you're doing with your clients. Is it more one-on-one? Are you doing group stuff? Just tell us about it. Well, currently I am doing one-on-one, but I'm going to be launching groups soon. And it's really about supporting people that are leaders, executives, CEOs in the financial world or CEOs, VIPs, so that they have the kind of support that they can have so they can lead people better. People actually watch what you do, not what you say. So a day in life of me, like I am committed to a morning routine before I look at my phone, before I jump into LinkedIn, before I look at my email, I'm just like, I'm going to do some meditation while my mind is still in like a theta state. And I find that I sometimes wake up very anxious and I have these weird dreams. So before I even allow myself to look at any of the social media, I am very strict with the morning routine. I drink a lot of water, add lemon to it. I meditate. Uh, okay. Coffee too. And um, then I'm, I'm ready emotionally mentally after all the trauma we've all been through I'm not any different than the rest of you guys it's been quite a few two years a lifetime in two years challenging so I like to inspire other people to bounce back better in the pandemic and that's why I launched my podcast whole CEO with Lisa G and I'm all about helping people bounce back better and as I said leadership begins with you so I, I do that for myself so would you say that's pretty much your motivation in life why you get up and get going every day really helping people bounce back better and that self-leadership that's become my mission i'd say in the last two years because i know it like i said it's been hard for me like i've had many up and downs like my whole business had to pivot and i know everyone else had to pivot and then we have the whole you know pandemic shutdown and life as you know it like the fear like not being able to be around people, isolation. I don't think humans were meant to be isolated. And then you don't know what to believe. And just, you know, all the riots were right here where I live, you know, on the same day that they were everywhere else. I mean, I live in Santa Monica. So we had stuff going on here that made me scared. And someone actually stole my entire YouTube channel. So I just start over and someone actually stole my car too and wrecked it. So it's been like, a bumpy road my whole life of ups and downs. And because of that, I've become really resilient. And because I'm resilient, I have a message of resilience that I want to share with others. Mm, I love it. Share the message of resilience. Well, awesome. Let's go ahead and jump. I'm sorry. (laughs) And grit. And grit. Awesome. Let's go ahead and jump into your dreams and goals now. What is your vision for your business and your life? I love it that you are not just asking me about my business because that's like only part of me, like who I am as a person is interesting to me too. Obviously as for my business, I want to grow a much huger following on LinkedIn. Um, 
so that I can help more CEOs, executives, VIPs, founders, people like that achieve that elusive work-life balance and just be happier mentally and physically achieve their dream big goals. But as far as like my dream big goals, I always like to focus on three in the morning with my meditation and plant the seed and think of them as if they already happen. So with my clients right now, I'm doing this thing where you have to have four word mission statement where you're acting as if it's already there. So it's like, I am three adjectives in a noun. So a fierce, powerful, motivating leader, like whatever it is, just, I like to lead with a mission statement. And as far as my own life, I found that I don't have a work-life balance either. I found there's been many days I've gone to bed in the last couple of years with my computer and my phone. So I really like to fit in a little bit more of a life into the mission of helping others. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And what made you come up with the idea of that forward mission statement? Well, I like to lead people with healthy steps that they can accomplish one at a time. So a lot of times it's foundational in the beginning. It's about what is your bigger vision? What is your really dream big reach goal, stretch goal? Like, And then you have to break it down into reverse engineering that with a plan. So then you maybe have a vision board, which I love having. It's another strategy that I just look at. Um, mentally focus on my dreams through my meditations and physically look at them on my vision board and then have a vision statement to go with your vision board. So once you know what your dreams are in the areas of your career, your life, and whatever is meaningful to you, hopefully your health is in there. Hopefully. Then you put that together and it's like, I am X, 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 and Y. And that's something, four words, I think you can remember it books on it daily three times in your most influence of all, or I think in the morning when you still haven't gotten out of bed, that's why I do my meditations then. And before I go to bed, I do that too. Plant the seeds in my mind of what I am. And the dream big goal is stated is if it's already happened. So your mind can't really tell the difference between something that's imagined or real. If you plant the seed in that way. Yeah. No, absolutely. I'm a big fan of Napoleon Hill. and Me too. Yeah. Think and Grow Rich. Oh, yeah. Think and Grow Rich. He also wrote a bigger book. It's like The Laws of Success. Wow. And yeah, I'm big fan of Napoleon Hill, so I'm right there with you. With the, I love how you said the three times a day and the, like, speaking it into existence. Also, like, it's a concept that I feel like a lot of people, at least – I'm in the younger crowd. I'm 22 right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. Good for you. Yeah, yeah, thank you. And growing up, it is not communicated to you that words have actual power. But like when you say you are something, like Alex Formosi was talking about this on his YouTube channel, like an I am statement, like really like classifying yourself like that can really hurt you or help you depending on how you use them. Because it'll like right. limit your perspective and what you see as like things you can do, things you can't do, and all of this stuff. It really is wild how far words go. So true. I, I agree. Words are powerful. 
And we think so many negative thoughts throughout the day that it's on us to plant the seed of something positive. Yeah. And I support others in doing that. And I like to support myself in doing that. And I like to get support in doing that because all of the rocky roads we've all been through, we all need support along the journey, high levels of accountability and just people that you know will hold you accountable to hitting your dream big goals. Yeah. So how did Napoleon Hill put it? He had a way of putting it. I'm trying to think of, I'll come up with it later and send you an email. But okay. it, it's like, it was, it's a, his, he's been talking about that, you know, the secret. There's a lot of people in the laws of attraction, and I believe in that. But it's about action. It's not just about believing stuff. That's like, okay, you got your goals, you got your dreams, you got your beliefs, you're planting the seed. Then it's all about action. Yeah, exactly. I think what you do in the morning, like your meditation, your uh, kind of forward vision statement, all of that stuff, it primes your mind. But then if you don't act on it and you act on a different set of beliefs, what you're really doing is reinforcing something entirely different all day. And so I think a lot of people will hear the law of attraction and get really like, oh, that's too woo woo or something like that. But if you think about it, it is literally what is happening in your life. Like when you say something and then you act in accordance with that thought, all you're doing is reinforcing yourself that that belief is true. And psychology, which is something that's widely accepted, talks about confirmation bias all the time. We look for the evidence that affirms our beliefs. So if you believe something, you're going to act in accordance with it. You're going to chase opportunities in accordance with it, which is why a lot of people are like, you can't perform outperform your own self-image. That is so true. And, and you attract what you are. So how you're showing up in the world with a great smile and great energy, it's magnetic. Absolutely. And that's what you're like a magnet. You're attracting what you want by who you are. Yeah, no, I, I tend to agree more. Who I love it. <laughs> you're getting me all hype. <laughs> awesome. Well, we know one of your dreams and goals is to grow your LinkedIn following to help more founders and VPs and higher um, kind of C-suite executive people to really be happier and achieve their dream like work life balancing act that they got going on what are some other dreams and goals that you want to talk about well I think there's just a um sometimes I'm filling a gap in my own life sometimes I look at my life and I'm like I'd like to have a better relationship with somebody in my life like better than some other ones that I've had in the past so I think that's on me and I've put a real priority right now on finding that so I feel like I'm going to attract that because I'm not only focused on building my business, but I'm focused on building my life. Are we talking about an intimate relationship? Yeah, an intimate relationship, because I feel like time is a diminishing asset. And the more I sit here at work, 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 and just bring my computer, my phone in my bed with me at night, I'm not leading by example as to having a better life, more fulfilling, like somebody there who can witness my life and participate in it and support me in my goals and visions. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So really pursue an intimate relationship and like, yeah, not wish for it, not hope for it, but the take action on it. I think that's as much important to me after having been through a pandemic as is my mental health, physical health and my business. I think all of those goals matter to me now. Absolutely. And what, does your ideal person, uh, what are they like? What are some characteristics? What do they look like? What do they 
act like? What do they? Who are? Well, they? I'm. I, like I said, I'm over fifty, and so I typically help people also too that are over fifty that are very successful executives and maybe have just spent their whole life building their life and their family and not really found a way to find that balance too. And I feel like I can lead people that are similar to me. Although I could work with younger people and I do, I think the most people that I help are over 50 and executives. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I was actually talking about the intimate relationship. What do they like? Oh my gosh, thank you. Yeah, I just feel like it's the same thing with the laws of attraction with business. I think it's the same thing in life. I think a lot of times in the past, I've attracted people that were not healthy relationships. So I think that repeating the same behavior and expecting different result is the definition of insanity. So to me, I think it's really about noticing the red flags a little earlier on and not just going along. Like sometimes in the past, you know, people hook you in and you're already in and then you start seeing the stuff but you have your little blinders on, like yep. things that are not acceptable to me anymore is as a coach, I think emotional maturity is important. So it's like, don't always act on every emotion in anger. I think yep. sometimes you have to have that emotional maturity and be able to have those brutally honest conversations and just be real with somebody and feel safe. Like you're in a safe environment that you could share your intimate, inter, inner, like intimate feelings and thoughts without feeling like they're going to jump down your throat. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So emotional maturity is really that like key indicator for you. I think so. I think then I'll feel safe that I can say the things that are hard to say. Cause sometimes you want to be really vulnerable and honest and open with people. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, are there any other dreams or goals that you want to chat about? Just like have huge business goals. I'd love to get my podcast to the top of the charts, whole CEO, at least G. I'd love to not only do one-on-one -on -one coaching, but group coaching. And um, I'm a big traveler. After being locked up for a while, I was like, get me out of here. I'm from New York. I spent a lot of time working remotely in New York and live in California. So I, I really have a bigger laptop on entrepreneur vision for myself than be stuck in LA all the time. Yeah. Not that it's a bad place. I mean, people are going to be like stuck in LA, but you know what I mean? I don't want to be stuck in one place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I free spirit. You need to I'm run. going to Italy and I'm looking forward to that. I just really love to travel. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Is Italy like top on your list or do you have some other locations in mind? Well, I have that one plan. So I've been spending some time studying like Ciao, Buena Sera, Buena Note, Prego. So a few words here and there. So I've been to Italy before. It's one of my favorite places. Yeah. There we go. Well, I hope you have fun in Italy. Thank you. Grazie mille. I'm sorry. I didn't. <laughs> Thank you very much. There we go. There we go. Awesome. Thank you a million times. That's what it means. I like that. Thank you a million times. There we go. Well, if there were one or two people that you could meet right now, and this could be a specific person or a type of person, and they'd really help you take the next step towards your dreams and goals, who would they be and how would they help you? Well, as a relatively new podcaster, I've been out there for about like 
less than a year and a half. I look up to people like Tom Bilyeu of Impact Theory. That's my favorite podcast. And I feel like he gets some rock star guests on there and he has like the rock star sound system. And I look up to him a lot. So I can meet him because he, I know us also too in Los Angeles and even in San Diego, there's um, a lot of other podcasters that I like, but Ed Milet, but if I just picked one, I would say Tom Bilyeu because he's in the hood. Yeah. There we go. I like both Tom Bilyeu and Ed Milet. Ed Milet has recently been coming up on my, like, I wouldn't have known that name three weeks ago, but I've seen him more and more. And I'm like, yeah, he's, he's I think he's a great podcaster. The both of them. I've only ever seen the clips of his public speaking. I didn't even know he had a podcast. It's amazing. They both like both those two guys, obviously Lewis Howes is another great podcaster. The people that have been out there for longer than me that I look up to and get the great guests and really lead from the heart. I feel like vulnerability is the new currency right now, as Brene Brown would say. So it is watching them be vulnerable, honest, getting vulnerable, honest, real, amazing guests. It's like, I know I can do better. I like John Lee Dumas. He's another amazing podcaster. That entrepreneurs on fire. Yeah, JLD. Yep. Yeah, I like that one. That's a good one. Nice. I am a big fan of podcasters too, and always looking to hone my craft. I'm a big fan of. He's a smaller one. He's a real estate guy, but I like how he. And I guess Tom Bilyeu does this as well. He always brings people and Joe Rogan too in person and he has the studio like right now we're i'm doing zoom i'm doing video that is not the setup i want i want to like bring people and have that relationship that facetime maybe we eat together that night whatever it may be um i will say my podcast where are you located austin texas oh nice that's an awesome spot too yes yeah no it's a good it's a good spot so i think long term the podcast will be more of like uh maybe i'll do six to seven shows and I'll do it on like a Friday morning or something. And then we'll like have the weekend or something just because I, I need to record six to seven a week because I post daily. But wow, I love that you post daily. Yeah. I yeah, know Charlie no. Juvis started out that way. Yes. Yes. I He's admire great. that. That's an ambition, really <laughs> ambitious goal. Yeah. And, and I admire commitment and just your dedication Thank to your you. craft. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Well, if there were one or two things that everyday people could do to really help you accomplish your dreams and goals, what would those one or two things be? Follow me on LinkedIn and download my podcast and check it out. It's like 15 minutes, small little sound bites of how people can be unstoppable in their health, in their business in their mindset and bounce back better with me from the pandemic. Yeah, there we go. Follow her on LinkedIn, download her podcast, check it out, give it a rating, share it with your friends. There we go. And a great way to do that is to share this podcast with your friends, this episode. <laughs> awesome. Shameless plug, shameless plug. <laughs> if you don't promote yourself when you have your own business, who else will? Exactly. Exactly. And now we're going to jump into our thriving three. So the first question is, what is your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Pick one. 
Well, I already mentioned a few things that um, we both agree on, you know, as far as think and grow rich, you know, impact theory and um, the secret books like that podcasts. Like I, I'm a consummate learner. I'm always listening to podcasts. I'm always watching YouTubes. It used to be books, but to be honest with you, I've just become more of a YouTuber. Just, I love learning on YouTube. Yep. YouTube university. <laughs> YouTube university is where I'm getting my doctorate. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. So, um, and what was the second part of the question? Uh, just, just one, like favorite book, movie, or podcast. And you could just, you can leave it at love learning on YouTube. We've mentioned enough literature. In the yeah, no, I love learning. Absolutely. I think it, it's like, you never get too old to keep on learning new tricks. It keeps you young. Yeah, it really does. Information is like the Delta. Like you, you wouldn't know it until you know it, but information really, it's key to like everything. It makes business move faster. It makes life kind of run smoother. Information about how to communicate in relationships information about how to market your business, how to do high ticket sales in your business, how to hire people, how to lead people. Like it's all information. And when you have that information um, advantage, that's when you see a lot of people hitting success fast and yeah. where they want to be fast. So Leaders are readers. There we go. There we go. Awesome. Well, what is one way you like to take care of yourself? Well, to me, it's about getting outdoors in nature. I'm a big skier. So I committed this year to going skiing. I did 10 days because uh, like on the pandemic, I got shut down on my birthday in 2020, March 15th. So I'm like, okay, all my ski trips got canceled that year. This year, I'm going to just go. So I feel like I just move outside of my comfort zone and do things that I'm not comfortable with. Like buying an icon pops, okay, I'll do it anyhow. If I take it digitally, I'll do it anyhow. And I like to get out in nature. It really feeds my soul. Like when I was in Aspen, it was just, oh, I just feel like we're meant to be in nature. It's where I get my most inspired visions when I'm either out in nature or on an airplane, up out of my environment. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like that. You often hear the nature thing and it's just so true. Like just get out, get in touch with like the earth and like nature and just we're all kind of like, you know, same like substance in everything. And so when you can connect to it, it's like, it's just a nice thing. And it's stress relieving. It really out. does. It makes me feel better. Just get outside and go for a walk. Absolutely. And I really like moving outside of your comfort zone. When did you recognize that that was a way to take care of yourself? Well, I just like challenges. I think as a high performer myself, I just realized that Many years ago, I was just feeling in a rut as a personal trainer, feeling like, well, I can't scale this. I need to do something else. So I jumped out of my comfort zone. I'd say six years ago and just started studying online marketing pretty seriously and spending more money than I was comfortable with doing so. And just continuing to do that, like invest in myself. Yeah. No, absolutely. I love it. And that kind of just continually pushed you out of your comfort zone into learning new skills into things that aren't natural to me. I'm not 22. Like I had to learn all this techie stuff. I don't feel like doing it by myself, but I had to figure it out. Yeah. 
And then of course I had to get help because you can't do it all by yourself. Yes. Yes. That is key to understand that and utilize. Have you ever read the book Who Not How by Dan Sullivan? No, but I love Dan Sullivan. I'd love to read that book. Yeah. It's, it's by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin P. Hardy. Like I think Dr. Hardy actually wrote the book, but with Dan Sullivan's input. Wow. They utilized Who Not How. how. I'm going to read that. It is a fantastic book and it is the key to life. I think what I realized is that money, as much as we like need it and it's real and all that good stuff, it's kind of imaginary, honestly. It's like- the currency. Yeah, you can really like create it and have it flow. And like, it's just so, there's so much of it out there. (laughs) Like as long as you get the thing that attracts money, you can attract as much as you want. And so if you have an opportunity and you know you have relationships money grows in other people's pockets right you have enough relationships to um execute on the opportunity it's like wealth is just it just comes you just got to keep it in circulation <laughs> it's it really it's like an abundance theory too I, i've met so many people doesn't know matter what their age or their status economic status that are living in lack for some reason, fear of spending money. And I'm like the opposite of that. I feel like the more you spend money, the more you can create more opportunities. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I have to, I had to check myself on it because I grew up very scarcity mindset, scarcity kind of lifestyle, like pinch pennies and all that. And I had to learn and remind myself and get people around me who can hold me accountable to the fact that it's like, no, you should invest in yourself because hey, like that money is really kind of fake. <laughs> and you are I like, love that theory. You know, you have such a wonderful attitude and smile. I appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you a lot. But um, yeah, like recently I was similarly digital marketing. I started posting the podcast daily. And my first thought was, oh, everybody's just going to listen to my podcast because I'm posting daily. Well, that would probably work, you know, if I like waited 10 years and just posted daily for 10 years, I'm sure I'd grow a following, but it didn't work as fast as I thought. So I was like, okay, what skill am I lacking that isn't like getting people to my podcast? And I just need to learn digital marketing and how to capture and multiply attention basically. But I was struggling to spend money to learn that skill. And then I joined Russell Brunson's challenge and I'm like, wow. my life like, I'm like, this is the knowledge I was missing, <laughs> like, in everything. I was like, so amazing. I love that, that you, you recognize that gap in your own life so that you could grow your business. And I love the way you talk about leveraging other people's audiences, too. That's a really smart thing to know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, our next question is, what is one action step you can take right now or continue to take if you're already doing it to really either meet that person you're trying to meet or get in cahoots with one of the podcasters we mentioned earlier i'd love that you would send me an email and hold me accountable to the latter because i'm already sticking taking steps on the former but I think sometimes I I have a little ADD in business and I try to do so many things. Sometimes as an entrepreneur, I feel like an octopus where I have like eight arms. And even though I have VAs that are helping me and they're awesome, I feel like focus is important. Oh yeah. I agree. I agree. So 
I'll send you an accountability email to reach I would appreciate that. There we go. To the podcasters and a little bit of focus. Sounds good. I need focus. <laughs> awesome. Well, we have one last question for you. It's going to require a bit of pretext. So you know how there are people on the planet that have a really fixed mindset. They're not willing to accept help. They're not willing to accept change. Sometimes they'll live their whole life like that. And sometimes they'll die like that, unfortunately. Yeah. Other times they make that switch to more of a growth mindset, willing to accept help and willing to accept change. In your opinion, what is the catalyst that causes that switch? Wow, that is such a fabulous question. I have to think about it for a minute because I've met people at all ages that have a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. So I think sometimes for me, pain is a great catalyst. Like when you experience enough pain about continuing to feel like you're beating your head against the wall, then you meet maybe possibly the right mentor that you trust that can lead you in a direction one small step at a time to having better growth mindset and believing in yourself a little bit more because we've all taken emotional beating during this pandemic and lost a lot of self-belief and you can't really show up as a leader unless you're self-confident and you believe in yourself. So I think sometimes how I recognize the gaps, it's all about getting to a, a pain level of rock bottom, of like just realizing, wow, if I don't change this, it's going to stay the same. If I don't, if I stay the same, nothing changes and I'm still here. Or I'm not in my stretch goals. Yeah. So find your stretch goals and find your gaps. Like really have that hard talk with yourself. Like where could you change? Like, what do you want to change? And what are your steps? And I think Self-reflection will help you a little build the self-discipline, self-belief and self-confidence that is required to change from fixed mindset to growth mindset and just believing everything you want is possible. Yeah, there we go. Thank you for that lovely answer. You're welcome. Curious, why do you think some people hit what is perceivably rock bottom and never change? It's fear, you know, it's either false evidence appearing real or face everything and rise. You know, you gotta change how you look at fear mm. because I've been afraid and done it anyway, my whole life. I just push past the anxiety and fear and just say, what if, what if I just do this scary thing? Yeah, there we go. Well, awesome. Lisa, is there anything else that you want to chat about before we sign off? Well, I just like love what you're all about. I like just having a real conversation as an interviewer where I'm always asking other people about themselves. It's, it's so much, so interesting to me that you took an interest in me and asked me the tough questions. Yeah, no, it's what I love to do. <laughs> just gives me energy. So I'm glad that I could do it for you. Thanks, Tim. Thank you. Awesome. And thank you for coming on the show. Absolutely. And if you guys are listening to this and you loved what Lisa had to say, make sure to hit her up on LinkedIn, go follow her podcast, share it, like it, rate it, all that good stuff. All the ways to do that will be down in the show notes below. As we always ask, 
shoot this podcast to one to three people you know need to hear this message. Give us a five-star review on iTunes, and we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.